Damon Gonzalez from Latin Box Sports, your boxing champions. Hi, everybody. This is Damon Gonzalez from Latin Box Sports. We are here live at the Slip Punches show. We have a very wonderful special guest today. I'm so humbled uh, to have the opportunity to have uh, our champion with us, Michaela Mayer. Uh, how are you, Michaela? I'm doing great. Thank you. I came home to L.A. to visit friends for a couple of days, but I'm doing well. I'm ready to get back into training camp soon. Michaela, we are proud to say the, the WBC NABF champion that you are. Congratulations on your win the other night on, on Top Rank Boxing. Tell us, you know, walk us through that whole bubble experience. That must have been insane. Honestly, everyone kept asking me that, but it's really not. And here's why. I think it's more insane to, like, everyone else who's there who's not the fighter because what any fighter knows, like, when you're already at fight week, you're not doing anything else but going to train and laying in the bed anyway. Like, that's right. <laughs> So they're like, you can't leave your room. I'm like, I wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. So um, it wasn't too different for me. And I was only in the bubble this time for two and a half days, three days. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, like I said, I think it was uh, more frustrating to like the coaches and everyone else who just had to stay in their room when they weren't trying to make weight. Well, uh, I'll tell you, um, Helen Joseph, um, she's definitely, she wasn't no pushover, but it, it was just so humbling to see how you really, I mean, stepped up another level in this fight. And and how do you rate the fight? And and what kind of give you some some comments on our end on that? Yeah, um, everyone did think she was going to be my toughest test to date. And I, when me and Coach Al were coming up with this game plan, we were watching her, and we honestly didn't really think that she was going to be as tough as everyone expected her to be because we see, first of all, we know more than anyone what we can do and what we've been working on and the levels that we've jumped this last year. So we know that I've become a really well-rounded fighter and there was still a lot of my game that a lot of people haven't gotten to, to witness. So we knew I could do multiple things, but we knew that she could only do one thing, right? And that was come forward, throw big bombs. And it was nothing we haven't experienced before. I'm tall. A box, I'm long, so people are going to always try and do that. So we just expect her to be really strong, but I knew going into that first, or after that first round, I knew right away that she wasn't as strong as everyone were making her out to be, but I also think that maybe she was. If I were to stand, like, right in the zone to get hit, maybe she would have been a lot stronger, but I kept the space really well, and that was part of the game plan, and I knew she was too slow. We definitely, we definitely love how you were shooting the jab, um, you were very much fighting tall, fighting your fight. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people, people have been, have criticized me in my past fight saying, why is she so tall but doesn't really use her height and reach? And it wasn't that I didn't know how, it was just that that wasn't our game plan because Coach Al really wanted to learn how to go to the body because he knew that I could box and move. I, that's what he first taught me. But he needed, like, in the pros, he wanted me to be exciting and he wanted me to be able to be well-rounded. So my my first handful of fights, I was learning something different. I was learning on the job. I was learning how to go forward and press them and work their body. And so people didn't think I was a boxer, but this fight I was able to, like, put it all together and show that I can do a little bit of everything. Champ, I'll tell you, just, just your entire resume itself your amateur career years and years you have put forward 
so much effort, so many Golden Glove wins, so many tournament wins that you've won. You really got to a place in your career. It's so humbling to look back at everything you accomplished. What are your thoughts of all of that? Yeah, no, especially in the last year or two, I've really kind of had to stop and be like, wow, like I'm, I'm like a vet now in the sport. Like I've been doing it a long time and I did have a great amateur career and I gained a lot of experience there. You know, I always tell people like, take your time in the amateurs, like get that experience because it just makes such a difference. But I knew that I wanted something more, you know, I, I didn't want to wait around for another Olympics. I didn't think I got everything I was going to get from the Olympics. You know, not only not my medal, but like you're traveling the world. Nobody gets to see you fight. Um, it's a lot of work with a little little reward and a little acknowledgement. And I kind of wanted to show the world, you know, my skills. And I kind of wanted just to challenge myself. So I'm really happy that I turned pro. Um, it's been so fun. Like, I re I'm really enjoying it. And I think, think just now, like at age 30, my third year into my pros, like I'm finally – coming together like my style is coming together and it takes takes years it takes a full-on amateur career and years in the pros to really come into your own and at least for me and so i'm i'm really happy to where i am i feel stronger than i've ever been it says um definitely so much about you as a pro fighter to having you know um such a decorated trainer uh, a nostalgia trainer like mr mitchell and then bringing in mr robles um in this last fight it, it says a lot as far as how much you've accomplished and how much you've reached? Well, I honestly, like, that's something I really pride myself on is I feel like I have put together a really, really great team. Not, not just me, you know, Coach Alice helped me. It's, it's everybody, but, you know, you see so many times in boxing where the careers that you think are going to take off and be so great, just they take, they take a left turn and you never, they never really reach their full potential. And so much of that has to do with, management coaching and just people you sure. have in your corner and i there's no egos in my corner i mean absolutely long everyone has something to offer everyone knows their place i have a great manager he's been been with me since 2012 he's helped build my brand with me so i trust everyone even though coach al couldn't be there like i still had two other great corner guys to step in and take his place and i didn't feel uncomfortable at all like i would trust any one of them in a big fight to corner me and so i'm just grateful for the team that i have i think it's really helped with my i mean i wouldn't be where i am if i didn't have them for sure well this there's no doubt about it i mean the entire boxing world we all know you we know exactly who you are and with that said you know another thing i want to just throw out and, and kind of get your thoughts on that's that's super awesome there are so so many young ladies and young men in the sport that are looking up to you i mean they they're really following you and they really are excited with what you've put forth and what are your thoughts of that because again you know um you know having that opportunity to just again be yourself yeah that, that's definitely a lot i mean give us your thoughts on that no, I love that. You know, when I first started boxing, there were, there wasn't a ton of girls in the gym, you know, and there really was, I always say this, I'm like, I really just don't know what I was thinking because there was no plan. There was no path to follow. We weren't allowed in the Olympics when I started boxing and pros wanted nothing to do with us. So 
I look back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, what was my plan? But I just knew I loved the sport and I had a passion for it and I was going to figure out a way. And I've always said that it's really important for me to help carve out that path. And there's still a long ways to go. You know, I'm still top ranked, only female. And there's, we still need to kind of build more of that and create more opportunity. But we, it's, it's come a long way. Like, we're in the Olympics now. All promoters at least have one female. Things are changing. So that was really important for me. And I really hope the generation coming up now has a more, you know, precise path to kind of follow if that's what they choose to do. Now, you're definitely knocking on the door with a title shot. Um, where is your mind and where's your heart as far as accomplishing that goal? Because you're on course. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this fight sort of solidified that. Like, I felt like I was, I've been ready. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like I've always had to like continue to prove people wrong. Um, it took a lot longer than like most people, maybe because I'm a female. Um, and people just thought that, okay, I just had this opportunity, but I wasn't everything that um, people hyped me up to be. And so this fight, I think for those naysayers, I think I sort of like solidified that and proved it to them that, you know, I really can fight and that I really am world title worthy. And I feel like I can not only get these world titles, but I'm going to be the one to hold on to them. So, um, you know, I'm ready. And now I think top rank, even top rank, like I feel like I've had to prove myself to them, even though they're the ones who signed me. And they're like, okay, we want to take a chance on her. I still, over the last three years, have really had to prove myself to them. And that's why I think Bob Arum after this fight pulled me right away, like world title fight. Everyone was just happy. And like, okay, she's ready. So I had to, I had to really prove it to everybody. That's that's just an awesome thing to 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 really to really expand on, you know. Bob Arum, what what a legend, you know, eighty eight years old, and and to be able to have this opportunity to 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 fight on a stage like that, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, give a give a shout out, uh, Michaela, to all your fans. Um, I always ask the boxers to do that because you know, again, there's there's such an overwhelming. Uh, fans that follow and, and, and embrace and, and really love what you're doing in the sport of boxing. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Like I, I appreciate every single one of my fans. I need them. You know, I, I tell all the young people like social media, build your brand. Like no one's going to build your brand for you, especially in boxing, especially as a female. So I appreciate every single follower I have, every fan that comes out to my fights or supports me because like I said, I really wouldn't be anything without them. And my fans are positive. Like, I don't, I rarely get any hate on my, my social media or, or whatever. And maybe that's because I'm positive first and so I'm attracting positive people also. But they're great. No one ever says anything mean to me. We don't get into, they're not very critical. They're just really supportive no matter what. And they've, they've been following me since through the Olympics. And I have some, like, solid fans who have followed my whole career. And so that's just really great and awesome to see. You know, it's it's pretty cool. Even myself sitting ringside at so many fights, even even with the coronavirus, that kind of put everything to a stop and to a halt. I mean, I was traveling every weekend covering fights. And, of course, ringside, press row, there's always, you know, thoughts of, hey, what about this fighter and that fighter? You, you saying in the breath of every top woman fighter right now, I mean, you're right there. Your name is, there's nothing fake about you. There's everything right there is the where it should be because you're on course. And, and that's what makes you so incredible and likable as a fighter. So it's pretty cool stuff. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I try to be genuine, even like on my social media platforms, I share a lot about my life and 
Um, I hope people can just relate to me like that because you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in this sport and I've had to experience a lot of them and just keep persevering and staying positive. So yeah, and it's genuine. And like, I'm, I have been on this path and I've checked off all the boxes, you know, and I've done everything that I was, I've been supposed to do regardless of the ups and downs. And so I just feel like this fight kind of helped everything come together. People who didn't see that, see that now. And now I can go for my world titles. Four years back when the first bell rang as a pro and yeah. you pretty much crushed Figueroa. Yeah. <laughs> think back. Think of back four years ago and where you are today. Isn't that an incredible story? Yeah. No, it really is. And I am really, really happy with Top Rank and how they've moved me. Like, I, see, I knew they were the best and I heard they were the best. But, like, I've gotten to witness it firsthand. Like, the fights they've got me, I had to... I had it forced me to come become a well-rounded fighter. Whatever people may say, like people who really know boxing, each amount of my opponents have forced me to do a little bit something different. They've been different body types, different experience levels. And so I think they just moved me along perfectly. And like and having a corner like what I have, I don't have yes people in my corner. I don't have like right. I don't have people who are in my in the corner when we're sparring in the gym saying good 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 you're the best blah 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 hell no i'm never doing anything right training camp is miserable <laughs> <laughs> welcome to boxing <laughs> it's really frustrating because like coach al gives me like one compliment and that's like the week before we fly out to fight week and it's like a half-assed compliment saying you know you're doing good you're ready and i'm like oh okay he finally said like he gave me like a positive thing otherwise he's constantly challenging me you did good but you could do better you're not you're not you're staying behind your jab you're not you're not digging to the body hard enough. You got you got to stay box the shoulder. Like there's always something that he wants me to to work. But like I can kick someone's ass for ten rounds in the gym and he'd be like, "You did good, but you didn't do this, you didn't do this, you didn't do this." And it's like you should never win. But that's keep he keeps challenging me and keeps me keeps me humble first of all, and he keeps me getting better. Like he doesn't let me get too full of myself. He's like, "You got to keep learning. Every camp, we got to keep learning." Michaela, of course, you as a, a pro fighter, as a star, as a champion, you're a fan of boxing. Who, who, who are in the sport right now that you look at and you say, you know what? I like that fighter. That's a great fighter. Who are you a fan of? Okay. Um, you know who I've recently like been watching a lot is Caleb Plants. I really oh, okay. This front hand, like I've been practicing that the last couple of camps, the jab, the uppercut, the hook, and he works that front hand really well. He uses his his reach really well. I really love that. I love Dave, Devin Haney. I think he has a great jab, one of the best. Um, Shakur Stevenson's my teammate. I'm in training camp with him all the time. I steal his moves all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I knocked uh, my last opponent down with that was one, three, the right hook. I steal that from Shakur because he has the best back hook. He's way better than mine, but um, definitely that was my most recent steal from him. And uh, I'm a Tyson Fury fan. I love Tyson Fury. I think he's a great heavyweight. He's got speed. He's got he's exciting personality. Um, and my, the fight I'm most looking forward to right now is uh, Errol Spence and Crawford. Beautiful. Definitely. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, Crawford, I love Crawford. Crawford, I Crawford's pound for pound. Here's the, my thought on it is Crawford is great because you never know what he's going to throw. Like he keeps, he keep he mixes it up, right? He keeps you guessing. And that's what he's so hard to like train for. Right. 
But then you have like the opposite in Errol Spence where it's like, you know his style, but he's so disciplined with it. He doesn't let up. So it's like hard to beat someone who stays disciplined throughout the entire fight through every round. You know what I mean? Stays behind Absolutely. the jab. Like he works the body. He's a pressure fighter, but he's a boxer because he, he punches behind his jab. He stays behind his jab. Such. So yeah, I think that's going to be a great fight. Let's see. Great, great story that happened this week. Tyson Fury took his wife to Spain on a little vacation. Okay. And, and while he was in his car driving, he pulled up on Anthony Joshua. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he pulled up on Joshua in Spain. So he kind of pulled a Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier move. Oh, Beautiful wow. work. Beautiful. <laughs> Video. Michaela, how can the fans follow you on social media, the ones that are just watching the show, that are just getting into boxing and what have you? How can people follow you? Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. I post a lot about my life daily. Um, so at Michaela Mayer, that's my name. And then Twitter at Michaela Mayer 1, just the number one. And, yeah, you'll, you can keep up with me there. We, we thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and coming on the Slip Punches show. And we truly hope to have you come back on the show. Yeah, we'll do it. Thanks for having me. Great. Thank you, Michaela. Have a great day and keep on punching, champ. I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for joining in the Slip Punches show with Michaela Mayer, the NABF, WBC NABF champion. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, great interview with her. And we should be back tonight. Uh, have a good friend of mine, Brooklyn, New York, Saddam Ali. Uh, possibly coming on the show. We're looking at a time of possibly 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Damon Gonzalez from Latin Box Sports. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.